0: So um, since you have this, a lot of expertise in material and also the self for awareness just to, to design a robot. So maybe I'm curious to ask you when we see example and that we spoke in the, uh, the podcast many times, how the dead fish can, uh, example dead fish can swim upstream. And one of the question, how, how we can exploit or maybe figure out what are the beneficial non the structure so that we can have um, this kind of behavior in and, and this dead fish. Do you have any kind of idea how this relationship between the morphology and also the environment and also the brain or self-awareness, how do you see the relationship between them and if one of them will lose one of them, which one do you think is could be uh, less significant and can make uh, the robot or baby's creature that can survive?
1: Okay, well that's, you, you've asked a lot of different questions there. I think, I think there are many aspects, right? There's the body, there's the control, there's the inter body uh, control interaction uh, and um, sometimes uh, referred to as morphological computation. Uh, and I think that because we as engineers have had a hard time modeling and building soft robots, we haven't yet explored all the opportunities. Uh, it's very difficult to take advantage of all these opportunities when it's difficult for us to even model and understand how soft robots behave and all, everything that's going on there, in there. Uh, evolution, on the other hand, is very good at exploiting all these dynamics uh, mm-hmm. of soft systems, um, but evolution takes a long, a long time. And uh, I think, you know, if, you know, we've done quite a lot of work on uh, evolving soft robots And in large part, it's because designing soft robots is very, very difficult. Simulating soft robots has become possible, but designing soft robot is very, very difficult. Mm. Uh, Analysis is a lot easier than synthesis. And so we've uh, used evolutionary algorithms to try to design soft robots to take advantage of all these things that you described, uh, the body, the control, the interaction, the morphological computation that's happening in the body in real time, all these different things take advantage of them uh, in order to explore the space of, of soft robotics more, more effectively.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you, do you think for simulation, because uh, you're one of the developers for uh, voxels uh, animation in that case, how do is see the simulation tools for soft robotics recently since we can't capture dynamics very well?
1: Right. There's, there's, there's. Look, there's, there's a big gap missing in in simulation of soft matter, and in particular, not just soft, but you know, fast moving soft robotic systems. Right. So it's not just a a, a sponge that that deforms. It's really mm-hmm. uh, deforms in a dynamic way, in a controllable way, and and possibly moves fast. Um, Uh, So large deformations and fast deformation. So there isn't a lot out there to do that. So there's VoxCAD that we we developed uh, a few years ago. There's uh, VoxCraft, which is a derivative of that, that was uh, developed and works on GPUs from University of Vermont. There's Titan, which is a new uh, software uh, that's uh, been recently developed in our lab and is open source. Uh, There are a few... uh, soft robotics, soft materials, additions to other simulators like physics, uh, and they work to uh, better and worse, uh, uh, haven't really tested them. So there's growing attention to soft materials, uh, but it's still pretty difficult to simulate. I would say that's an area where there isn't too much out there. There's certainly no sort of commercial, validated off the shelf, soft material simulators. Uh, Maybe maybe another area to mention is biomechanics. So biomechanics uh, simulation of, in particular simulation of tissue, human tissue, is an area that's also very relevant to soft robotics. Uh, Biomechanics simulators have been used to simulate things from vascular behavior to, uh, you know, heart, uh, cardio uh, dynamics, and uh, so that's another area where there's been quite a lot of uh, soft matter simulation. So there's, there's there's a lot of stuff happening on the fringe. There's mm-hmm. no mainstream uh, solution yet. And again, I think that's that's been sort of a bottleneck yeah. to a lot of development in, in soft robotics.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see what you think maybe the missing pieces here, or maybe think what we as a community we have to focus on that we can figure out uh, um
1: yeah well you know a, a to a large extent it's just a chicken and egg so they, there hasn't mm-hmm. been a, a large community of soft robotics researcher there hasn't haven't been a lot of uh products that involved uh that required simulation of soft matter and so therefore the tools are not very developed but as the community grows uh, i can certainly see this there's more and more demand for soft robotics uh, simulation tools, and that demand will will be satisfied inevitably by new design tools. So I think uh, I think that's uh, already happening to a large extent. It's happening mostly driven by academia, but at some mm-hmm. point uh, it's going to be picked up uh, by commercial tools as well, uh, and uh, and we'll we'll see, uh, and that will sort of catalyze the soft robotics field.